this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. In West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground is where I spent most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool and all shooting some b-ball outside of the school. When a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight and my mom got scared and said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. I begged and pleaded with her day after day, but she packed my suitcase and sent me on my way. She gave me a kiss and then she gave me my ticket. I put my walkman on and said, I might as well kick it. First class, yo, this is bad. Drinking orange juice out of a champagne glass. Is this what the people of Bel Air living like? Hmm, this might be all right. I whistled for a cab, and when it came near, the license plate said freshen it and dice in the mirror. If anything, I can say that this cab was rare, but I thought, man, forget it. Yo, home to Bel Air. I pulled up to the house about seven or eight and I yelled to the cabbie, yo home, smell you later. Looked at my kingdom, I was finally there to sit on my throne at the Prince of Bel-Air. Yes, yes, live back in action. It is the third and three podcast NFL draft. First round edition coming up for you over here. Here we go. Blog talk. <laughs> I, mean, I just can't believe they're actually freaking finally here and the draft is a week away. I'm so happy about this because they've just been talking about the same stuff over and over again. And finally, it's a week away. And then we can move on after that to other subjects. But we're finally here, guys. Tricky Nikki G in the house. The real deal. Damian Adams here with me as always. Brought to you again by the sports column, always hooking us up at Anchor Radio, presented by, thank you guys, everybody for listening on this Wednesday night. As always, Tricky Nikki G, what has happened? What's up, guys? Happy to be here. You know, by Wednesday, my whole week goes to uh, poop, so (laughs) you guys make it better. So I'm happy to get into our draft extravaganza. Yep, here we go. We're going to be taking over that in a few minutes, Steve. No doubt. I'm happy to have you back. It feels like it's been a long time since I spoke to you guys or done the show, I should say. Yeah, man, it's been, it feels like it's been too long, but that's because we have such a great chemistry. And one day when we have the time, we can do a daily podcast. It doesn't feel as long, um, but I'm down to get into it, man. Ready to get into all the things that we're going to get into today. And this marks our of a year anniversary where we're coming back and doing our mock draft how we first got to um, that's right i like this i like oh, that that's right has it been a year already it has yeah. been can you believe it it's been a magical wow. one certain for us in certain ways for i mean crazy and in others but um yes we we definitely been blessed the three of us to get together i can definitely say that there's no doubt and it wouldn't be done with those of, without others, of course, when I say done, I'm talking about one and done radio. They get my shout out today. I'm giving it to them guys and they hook us up. They're awesome all the time. Follow them at one done radio. That's one done is D-U-N-N radio. Follow them over there. They do a great job. It's uh, they're on our heart radio, Amazon music, all that. Um, and you can follow them again at one and done radio on Twitter. And that's where I would follow them to get all their information. They do an awesome job over there. What do you got today, Nick? 
Um, yes, they do. So everybody go ahead, follow One Done Radio. Um, I have a new listener and new friend of the show. Um, you guys can find him on Twitter at Nat Baker. Um, he also has a podcast, a little something different for you guys. It is um, a financial investing podcast. So he also has monthly subscription model that you guys can join, special co-hosts and guests on weekly. So check it out if that's your jam. You know, we're always here to support all types of our podcasting family so the name of the podcast is at pod contrarian and you can find his show on all streaming platforms wow that's pretty cool i can use some financial guidance there's no doubt about that right there i'm with that <laughs> yeah. all right what do you got thing uh, my shout out today goes to kelsey nicole nelson um she is the host of lesson listen in with knn uh, which is on 1340 AM Fox Sports Radio. Uh, she has a lot of great guests on there. Like most recently, um, we had former Houston Oilers QB Lynn Dickey as wow. a guest. Um, so she'll have legends on from football, basketball, wrestling, everything like that. Um, she also works with the Washington football team and does some social media things for them. So big shout out to Kelsey Nicole Nelson. Um, you can find her on Twitter at the Real K Nelson. That, that's awesome. Excellent job right there. All right. Shout out City going on third and three podcast. And like we said, a whole lot of action to get into coming up over here. So we did our shout outs. Neighborhood news. There's not a whole lot going on in the neighborhood right now as far as the news is concerned. But obviously, we're going to be doing our draft. The next thing I saw was that they were going to allow players to wear single digit numbers, which was interesting. I guess wide receivers. And I guess it started with Keyshawn Johnson when he came to the league, right? He wore 19 in 1996, I think he came out, or 95, something like that. I was like, oh, that's weird. Now, I haven't seen that since, like, the 1970s, you know, like, players then, because it was all, you have to wear 80, uh, you know, in, in, within the 80s, and that's it. So, we went to the teens a few years ago, and now they're in the single digits, man. I say let them wear whatever the freak number they want, you, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't have an attachment to seeing wide receivers wear 80s or in the teens. If they want to wear single digits, cool. Um for me, just make sure that it doesn't end up like college where sometimes you'll have one player on defense with 11 and a player right. on offense with 11. Like, make sure we keep it to the point where everybody has their own number. But, yeah, I don't mind seeing wide receivers with single numbers or even like a defensive tackle with a one on their back. It'd be funny to me. Yeah, that would that'd be great. <laughs> looking. That, the, that's, that's the thing that always gets me when, like, a, there's a single-digit number on it, like a 350-pound, you know, defensive lineman or something like that, Nikki. That doesn't look right, but you know what? Let them wear whatever number they want, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it's going to look weird, right? It's going to take a minute to get used to, but, uh, yeah, who cares? I don't care. Wear what you want. Wear number three. We like three around here. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Three is definitely one of our favorite numbers, without a doubt. The number on the show, no doubt about it. All right, like it right there. Yeah, again, like I said, not a whole lot in neighborhood news, which everybody's gearing up for the first round and everything. And that's what we're looking forward to today. That's what's the dominant part of our show and what we're going to be talking about. So we're going to get into that in a couple of minutes. But I wanted to do the, uh, of course, applause and tomatoes is one of our favorite uh, segments to get to. So, Nikki, tomatoes, you throw them. They ain't catching them, so bust them up. What you got? <laughs> so I, I had to go a little personal this week because I'm agitated. So um, I, I'm throwing my tomatoes at, like, anybody out there who, who is a job seeker. Um, and, and mostly <laughs> because I'm, I'm just throwing them at you because your resumes suck. Okay. They really, <laughs> really 
absolutely just they're terrible. They're not formatted properly. Your your email is like, you know, fat baby 92 at Hotmail. Like, could you just do first name dot last name at gmail.com? Is that too much to ask for? And could you stop giving me headshots and colors? And like, I, I just I don't I really don't understand this. So Obviously, the company I work for, we are hiring this week, and I'll throw tomatoes next week at the interviewing skills. But I just, what is going on? Like, I know everybody's remote learning. Is anybody teaching anybody how to write a resume? Like, here's the thing. If you're applying for a job and it's not in the field you've been in, but you're trying to get in that job or that industry, hey, guess what? You need to sell yourself to me. Like if you're a nurse and you want to get into project management, I just kind of need to know why. Like guys, you you wouldn't believe it. People don't even take like two seconds to just like put a couple sentences together, like, like nothing. But what really kills me is spelling mistakes. You can't format properly. The outdated email, the headshots. Oh, my favorite is find me on Instagram. Yeah, I will find you on Instagram and LinkedIn (laughs) and Twitter. And you know what? I know where you work. I looked you up. I probably know somebody at your company. So please, like, just, I know everyone's been in quarantine. So there's really no excuse to have an outdated, you know, ill-formatted, spelling mistake-riddled resume. Please. Go get to your resume and make sure it is on point. That's very well done. Look, I, there there really is no excuse for that, especially with the email. You're right, 100%. You know, if it's some ridiculous email with like 47 numbers after it, give me a freaking break. Yeah. I'm with that. It's really well done because my one of my best friends, or my, my, actually my best friend is a recruiter. That's what he does for a living. So I know exactly what you're talking about. And it just is, to me, it's a microcosm of the patience that especially young people have where they you know live in a world where they get their information you know every second going down twitter or instagram whatever it is they just don't have patience to even mm-hmm. sit down and write a resume they'll go on to google and let's say learn how to write a resume and they're like oh, i don't want to do that version i'll pick the 57th version i can find where you have to do just a picture and follow me on twitter it's yeah big. yep <laughs> i know i know exactly what you i really do so I, I can piggyback off that one all day long that was a good job d what do you got so I'm throwing my tomatoes at stacker.com. Uh, so stacker.com did a list of the hundred funniest sitcoms of all time, right? And they had the audacity, the unmitigated gall <laughs> to put the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air at number 82. 82? 82. You're telling me there's 81 better sitcoms or funnier sitcoms than the Fresh what? Prince of Bel-Air? Really? <laughs> And I understand for cultural reasons, my favorite sitcoms aren't going to be at the top of the list, right? But after that egregious era, I go down the list and I see that they have friends ahead of Seinfeld. (laughs) Yes. No, no. They got at least they got that one right. Fresh Prince. Oh my God, Jason. No, they got it wrong. They got it very, very wrong. You can't have friends ahead of Seinfeld. They also had just the uh, just oh the nerve the nerve <laughs> to have the simpsons after friends they had the friend friends was in front of the office i know neither one of you guys have seen the office but the office is definitely ahead of friends it just wow. it, they had rick and morty at number one right which oh of course. I, 
understand very funny, but come on, man. Come on. <laughs> no Martin was on the list. No living no. single. Not a different world. The list are just egregious. Stacker.com, you get all his tomatoes for your just lack of knowledge of sitcoms when you made this list. Oh, Who wow. did you talk to? Because obviously oh. you didn't do it correctly. Who <laughs> <laughs> no, was number I, one? Ricky number Martin. one was a yeah, a cartoon named Rick and Marty. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's oh, I never even seen that. I've heard of it. I've never seen it. Wow. I mean Family I Guy. Now, Family mean, Guy was number 56. I'm looking wow. at the list right now. Yeah, there's problems here. <laughs> like, who are you? Who the gave you the who gave you the authority to write this list? Consulted no one, actually. Like Reno 911. Seriously? <laughs> Anybody who I mean, I mean, what, this, I gotta check out the whole list myself, but when you mentioned Fresh Prince of Bel Air first at number 82 or 87. I don't even care. It shouldn't be anywhere near in the 80s. I'm with you hundred percent. Uh, whether it's cultural or not, I grew up watching that show and I freaking loved every second of it. It was one of my favorites of all time. There's no doubt about it. So that's way up there for me. I'm, I'm shocked they would even have 80 shows ahead of that. How far back do they go to like 1917? That's crazy. <laughs> they did have some older ones on there that I wasn't, I can't judge because I wasn't there for those. But come man. on, man. Even like some of the older ones I would know, I, get, I understand why the Cosby show isn't on there because of bill cosby wow. but i think we should be able to separate the art from man like the cosby show as a sitcom is one of the greatest of all time and we should be able to put it in there and celebrate the show itself but i get it um, but with everything else man it just really made me upset reading this list so i had to throw my tomatoes at stacker.com yeah and the fact that martin's not in there is that's one of the greatest comedy shows of all time he's he, that's when he was at his peak he was hysterical then oh wow okay Man, definitely got, we should do a whole other show on just the top 100 list. We should definitely do that. Yeah, Mine, we'll take up hours. Yeah, right? I mean, that would be a <laughs> day show. Holy crap. Wow, I got to check that out. I got to get really into that because I love that stuff. I'm a TV show freak. And I got I still got to watch The Office, man. I definitely got to get into that. But I do know a few of the characters now. Anyway, let me get my tomatoes in there. They're going to ESPN because they can't come up with any content. They have 50,000 people working there, and they've been talking about the same thing for the past five months, and that's the 49ers' third overall draft pick. Can you stop and just do something else, please? Cover basketball more. Cover hockey, for God's sake. Cover baseball. I'd rather hear anything than what the 49ers are going to do with their third pick. We'll tell you in about 15 minutes what they're going to do with their third pick. And then you could just shut the crap off. And then please go cover this. Honestly, guys, I would probably watch hockey right now if they talked about it. I would watch baseball right now if they talked about it. But they're talking about the NFL draft. And I love NFL as much as anybody, more than anyone. But my God, enough is enough already. Give me a freaking break. So I don't know how much you guys have been watching and listening to lately, but it's just repetition again and again and again. So I've just had it. Like enough is enough. But I will give a round of applause and I'll give it to Steph Curry. And you know, D, that I'm not big on the three-point shooting. You know that I'm an X's and O's type of guy, <clears throat> whether it's triangle offense, I don't care. I'm a big passing type of guy. But Steph Curry is by far the best shooter I've ever seen. Not that I had an argument to begin with, but what he's been doing lately, he's propelled himself into the MVP conversation because, one, he's going out there every night and doing his thing and doing it hard and playing as well as you can, trying to fight for a last playoff seed to even get into the tournament and whatnot. And putting up all these points and, like I said, playing every night where LeBron is out, Harden's out, KD is out, 
Giannis is out, whatever it is, in a year where the MVP is up for grabs, Damian, I wanted to get your opinion real quick. I think Steph Curry is going to end up running away with it because all these other guys ain't playing. Uh, the only thing with Steph Curry is, as great as he's been, normally the MVP has to be on usually a top four team year conference. You have your exceptions like the year Russell Westbrook first got the triple-double. His team was number six, I believe, but he did something that we hadn't seen in 50 years, so he got MVP. Yeah. Um, the only so, guy right now I would say is Joel Embiid, but I, I'm with you with what you're saying on the top like four teams, man. But but who else is playing besides Embiid? Well, you got to go with Nikola Jokic. That's my favorite okay. right now. That's fair. That's fair. I yeah, he's been he's been healthy all year, dominating. I uh, just watched the game the other night against Memphis, where he scored 47, 15 rebounds, eight assists, um, shooting an uh, amazing percentage from the field. Um, so I think he's going to get the MVP just because his consistency. Um, Joel Embiid, Jamal Murray. Yeah, and they're doing it now without Jamal Murray. So that's right. going to add to his case. Um, yeah. Joel Embiid, those missed games are going to hurt him. Um, but I think he's second. Chris Paul, I think, is third because of where Phoenix is. Phoenix, I like the way they're playing, may end up passing up Utah and getting number one seed. And then I could go with Steph or Dame for four and five. All right. I, I totally I, I like your reasoning and I can get behind it. I just love the fact that he's going out every night and putting it and playing his heart out every single night. I, I love what he's doing. It's been great. But I definitely am on board and I totally agree with what you're saying. You got to be up there in order to win it usually. And yeah, Jokic and Embiid have been doing a better job all season long keeping the teams in. Um, totally agree. All right. So go ahead with your applause and then I will save the best for last. Oh, so you want to give my applause first? I'm going to give my applause to Kevin Durant. Um, just for providing content for us content creators every week it's something um he's <laughs> it's either him versus michael rapaport him versus shannon sharp um, now it's a new clip where he forgot to mention russell westbrook as one of his top five teammates until he was reminded by the host of the podcast like really oh. you really forgot about you was asked about your top five teammates and you forgot about russell westbrook and you mentioned somebody from that team, Serge Ibaka, but you forgot about Russell Westbrook. Really? Oh, that's flat, man. Yeah, come on, man. But like I said, Kevin Durant, even if he's not on the court, he got hurt again recently. But he's always providing content for us content creators. So I appreciate you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> nice. What you got, Nick? Um, so I am giving a huge round of applause um, to, I don't know if you guys heard of this organization, this program called Write on Sports, like write if you were going to write a paper. Um, so what they do is they help middle school students who come from underserved communities to develop writing skills and build self-confidence through, you know, sports and the tools of journalism. So Eventually, a lot of these kids have gone on to, you know, work at, you know, ESPN, Fox Sports. So I think it's a really, really cool organization. Um, and since I just ranted about how nobody teaches anyone to do a resume, I'm happy that there is an organization out there who is serving, um, you know, underserved communities. So just so everybody knows, Peter King, we know Peter King. He is hosting inside the draft online fundraiser and is going to support this organization. Um, so if anybody is interested, you go to writeonsports.network for good and you can make your donation there. And I did make a small donation on behalf of at third and three podcasts and left a message on their board that we support them 
Not that I speak for you guys, but I think I know you guys long enough that you would all be on board with that. So round of applause to Right On Sports. That is an absolutely fantastic round of applause. That is Definitely. extremely well done. Very I love well that you did a donation on our behalf. Love everything about that applause. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Much appreciated. Such a cool organization, though, you know, because there's so yeah. many kids who like, you know, I I went to public school, probably wasn't the greatest in the state of New Jersey. You know what I mean? Like, it's I don't know. So many kids like just don't have an advantage or just because like maybe you grew up somewhere and you didn't grow up like super wealthy. <laughs> like, you don't always have the same advantages as other people. So I thought that that was a, a really great organization. Yeah. And that's why it's that great of a job out of you for saying it. Really, that's that's excellent. Really, and thank you for doing that on our behalf. And definitely have to write you a check, no question. Oh, That's stop! It. It's in the <laughs> I promise. All right, we got a surprise for you guys. We all going NFL draft crazy. There's no doubt about it. But before that, before we get crazy, let's get tricky. <laughs> I think it's very vital. Here we go. Tricky, tricky. All right, we know what time it is. Well, we know, but y'all don't know. We're doing it early today. Tricky Nikki, knowledge with Nikki style. As always, she's definitely got our number. We'll see how many numbers we can get right. It is time. It's your show, Nikki. Way to go. Let's see what we got this week. What is the topic now that you're going to destroy us with? <laughs> the topic is... You know, I was so bummed because, you know, we missed uh, the holiday yesterday. It was 420. So yeah. we have some <laughs> trivia on weed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, oh, wow. oh, I love it. <laughs> I'm sorry if any so children are listening. <laughs> so good. I'll, I'll put up oh, the, the children are probably higher than us. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> they got the edibles and shit. Yeah. <laughs> but. Since it's the draft extravaganza, it's a shortened version. So just three questions each, and hopefully we have fun with it. And Jay, are you first this week? I think I am, yeah. Yeah, I think I am, yep. Okay. Another question, because, um, you know, I just was 420 for me like 15 minutes ago. But all right, let's do it. I'm glad we're all on the same page. So here we go. (laughs) Jay. What was the first country to legalize recreational cannabis? Uh, Sweden? No. D? Oh, that's a good guess. Um, I'm going to go with Amsterdam. Uruguay in 2013. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, okay. That was a good guess by you. Two. I was thinking one of them Scandinavian countries. It's got to be, but all right, I guess not. <laughs> got to be Scandinavian. Vikings group, you know. All right. All All right, right, Jay. Number two. My friends are going to be upset if I don't do well, Nikki. So you got to take it easy on me. All right. All right. You got a couple (laughs) more shots here. All right, Jay. Approximately what percentage of people who try marijuana become addicted to it? 37. No. D? I'm going to say 20. Nine percent. Really? Oh wow! Yes. And that oh. is opposed as opposed to fifteen percent who try cocaine and twenty four percent who try heroin. So, kids, it is not a gateway drug. I promise. 
<laughs> yeah, really, no laughing matter. It, it is not. I, we, a lot of us can promise you that. You know, we're standing proof that it is not a gateway drug. So yeah, well done. you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jay, number three. Research has discovered that a certain food also produces some of the same reactions in the brain as marijuana. Do you know what food that is? Um, poppy seed bagels? No. <laughs> no. I was thinking like the heroin uh, poppy seed effect. That, that's something I could come up with. <laughs> See? Chocolate? Yes! Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Really? Good job. Right now. Oh. Nope. I don't know. Jay, you going to make it through the show or what? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying, but I'm, we all know what's going on after the show. But D, well done with that one right there, man. Nice, bro. Thank nice. you. Thank you. All right, D. Here comes your three. Um, where are we at? Okay. The Hollywood sign was first vandalized to say Holly Weed. Not in 2017, like most people think, but in what year? Oh, I'm going to go 1999. Jay? I'm going to go 1969. 1976. I think Jay deserves a point for that one. Yeah, that was pretty close. (laughs) Okay, you're the judge. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, D, in college... Barack Obama was part of a gang that played basketball and smoked pot. What was the name of that gang? Wow. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go uh, Hemp and Hoops. <laughs> no, but it, that would be much better than what it is. Jay, want to try? Oh, boy. The Reefer Rejects? <laughs> uh, the Choom Gang. Yeah, they should have definitely went hemp and hoops. Choom. C-H-O-O-M. Choom. Wow, that's an interesting one. <laughs> yeah, they should have gone these. I'm totally agree. <laughs> uh, all right, D, last one for you. How much marijuana would someone have to smoke in order to die of a lethal overdose? Oh, my goodness. I'm going to say... A hundred ounces. Jay? Um, is this a tricky Nikki question? Like, is it impossible? <laughs> like to die in overdose of, of weed? Or if there's a real number on it, I'll, I'll put something on it. No, there is uh, a real there is a real number. All right. I didn't know it was possible. Okay. Um, another teaching moment, kids. Uh, we'll with, and how long has it been? Just in one shot? Just a lethal overdose. Yeah, one shot. Um, I'll say 12 ounces. 1,500 pounds within 15 minutes. Oh, my God. Wow. So <laughs> it's, it's basically impossible. Yeah, nearly. Yeah, exactly. nearly. <laughs> <laughs> that is a lot. See, you just can't OD on it either. So it's all good. You feel good chill relax so thank you guys good job we ended in a tie this week but hey that's okay i like that though that was fun i like that nice light-hearted good 420 fun i'm into it i'll take it i think we all are (laughs) (laughs) especially after a long day's work you just want a chocolate bar that's all you want at the end of the (laughs) (laughs) oh man all right so knowledge with nikki getting very tricky over there all right i didn't see that one coming i should have thought it was coming but 
You're amazing. Every week, it's something that we, we never know. That's why you can't study for it. It's impossible. Just cannot study for it. All right. That was a great job, Nikki. Look, like we said, it's all NFL draft from here on out. So we're going to take a very quick break. We're going to regather our thoughts over here, and we're going to come back with you, and we're going with the first pick. Jaguars are on the board, and you're going to hear a lot of this little noise over here. I know you love it. Oh, there's going to be a whole lot of that when we come back in 60 seconds. Said, let's go, dance for pro. I know you know I go psycho when my new joint hit. Just can't sit, gotta get jiggy with it. That's it, now, honey, honey, come ride. TKNY, all up in my eyes. You gotta try to bag with a lot of stuff in it. Give it to your friend, let's spin. Everybody looking at me, glancing a kid. Wishing they was dancing a jig. Here with this handsome kid. Sick a cigar right from Cuba Cuba. Just bite it, just for the look. I don't light it. Little way to hand me on the hand, stay all play. Give it up, jiggy, make it feel like a play. Yo, my cardio is infinite. <laughs> Big Willie Styles all in it. Getting jiggy with it. One. All right, welcome back to third and three, where it's been 420 for a little bit, but we're ready to go over here. It's the mock draft <laughs> show. Let's do this thing. All right, here's how it goes. All right, we're ready to do our NFL draft first round, mock call, whatever you want, but it's coming up in a few days. And we're ready to roll. So here's how it goes. Three points if you get the player and draft position correct. Two points if the player goes to the team you picked, but in a different draft position. Like if the Cowboys draft back from 10 to 14, but you still got the player going to the right team. You get one point if you draft the player and they get into a different, uh, I'm sorry, in a different draft position, like I just said with the Cowboys. And you get one point if you get the position correct, but not the player correct. For example, if the Vikings draft a linebacker or a D-back, but you didn't pick the right one you still get a point if you get the position correct. So again, three points if you get the player and draft position correct. Two if you get the player correct to the team, but in a different draft position. And one point if you get the position of the team correct, but not the player. So I hope you all can follow it out there. We're having a hard time following it ourselves, but we're going to yeah. try to get <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know that is but okay jack <laughs> we'll roll with don't it. Worry. I'll, I'll, I'll keep track of the points and it's already on the record so i can't lie to you you know it can't happen no cheating over here it's nfl draft time and the number one pick is in i believe for everybody i'm not going to speak for everybody but i'm just going with what i think the teams are doing not with where my head or my heart lies here's what i think and I'm going out on a limb over here guys i think the jaguars are going to take trevor lawrence okay D, I don't know. <laughs> What do you think about that one? It's a long shot. I know. Uh, yeah, I have to agree and go on that limb with you and uh, <laughs> say Trevor Lawrence as well. Yeah, I, look, I mean, you, me and you were taking long shots here. Nikki, you sure you want to jump on board and make this one trifecta? Because I'm not sure if Trevor Lawrence is going number one. Oh, man. Yeah, let me let me just jump on the crazy train with you guys. Uh, <laughs> go Trevor Lawrence too. I mean, I don't know if it's going to happen, but we're chocolate some- bars. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That would really, after all this time, it's been like really three years of hype of this guy being the first number one draft. Uh, yeah. It's like impossible for him not to. So Trevor Lawrence, number one, the pick is in. 
Going, we're not going to play the chimes every time, guys. We're going to the second pick, number two. We'll see if we all agree on this one. Everybody points all, uh, excuse me, fingers pointing toward the Jets taking Zach Wilson with the number two pick. That's what I got in because that's what I hear. Damien, what do you say? Yes, I'm going to say the same thing. Zach Wilson, QB, BYU. Yeah, that's where we, so far we see it. Nikki, do you see anything different or hear I, anything up there? No, I do not. I'm with you guys, Zach Wilson. All right. Now let's get to the part where everybody's been freaking out about. All right. Here's the third overall draft pick. And my 49ers are there. They've been the talk of everything going on all over the place. Let's see who they're going to pick. I'll save me for last because it's my team. Nikki, why don't you bring it in first? Who do you think they're taking? After I, all that crap. Yeah, after all this over and over again. I had the 49ers taking Mac Jones. Do all right, all right, and again, when you say fingers pointing towards, that's what we've been hearing a lot. Mac Jones, Mac Jones of the 49ers. Why I don't know, but do you think that's what they're going to do, or I'm, we may have something different in mind? But do you think that's what the Niners are going to do, or are they going to do something else? With the third overall pick, the San Francisco 49ers select Mac Jones, QB, oh, Alabama. Nice okay. job, Dave. Like you, the, me, you like the draft me. voice? Yeah, I do. I really do. <laughs> you had to amp up for it. You really did. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm anticipating. I know. <laughs> this is a real thing, but the 49ers I, are going to take whatever Damien says right now. <laughs> I'm kind of hoping you guys are wrong. And I think to make this a very long story short, because we've talked about it. And like I said, the four-letter networks have been talking about it at nauseum. When they made this, this um, trade with the Dolphins, to give away two first rounders or three first rounders, whatever you want to call it, and a third rounder, you don't do it for Mac Jones. You do it for a guy who's got Justin Fields' skill set. Or if they're in love with Trey Lance, that's hard for me to see right now, unless they're going to hold on for, to Garoppolo for another year. So you know what? You don't make this pick and give up that much unless you're going to get a top player who's played at the top position, top this, top that. They have to take Justin Fields, guys. I'm going with Fields. To me, you don't make this move and give up all of that to get Mac freaking Jones, okay? I'm sorry. I don't see it happen. So what I think is going to happen when we hear the 49ers with their third overall pick, they're going to take <laughs> Justin Fields. And that's what I'm hoping for as a fan also. And I really think, guys, that they're going to take Fields. And this whole thing has been a whole freaking show, smoke screen, whatever you want to call it. So I, I hope our I, I think our group text is gonna turn into a Jason support session. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, man, uh, if they make that pick, it will. That's for sure. So we'll see. All right. So I'm definitely going the other way. I think they're gonna take fields because to me, you don't give away all that. But again, you guys are with it, and you know they've been saying Mac Jones, Mac Jones. We'll see what happens. All right. That's a number three, 49ers. They're going Mac Jones. I'm going Justin Fields, guys. I think they have to do what they gave up. The fourth selection goes to the Atlanta Falcons, right in your home division right there, Damien. What do you think they're going to do? There has been a trade. There has been a trade. You practice draft day sound effects and voice? and Or is this all on the fly, Dave? The voice has been practiced. I definitely okay. was working on that in my head. <laughs> um, but I think that the trade is going to be that the Chicago Bears trade up massively. They give away a lot 
to move up to number four to get Justin Fields, QB, Ohio State. Wow. Some people may even say going from 20 to four could be considered a quanta. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Dude, I definitely didn't see that one coming, Nikki. Holy crap. No, I did not. That's the first time I heard of that type of trip. Look, we were talking about Chicago last week. They need a quarterback, whatever. Andy Dalton is not the long-term guy. So I love that right there. They should, especially if Justin Fields is there at number four. Chicago should do that. I love that right there. I don't have that. I'll give you mine in a second. Actually, I'll give it to you right now. But, Nikki, I love that. I love what Damian did with that right there. I think that that's exactly what they should do with Fields is on the board for. Yeah, I like that, too. I don't have that, but I do like it. I think it's a possibility. It, it should be. It should be more than a possibility. I think the phone should be ringing if Fields is still on number four. But I think they're going to take Kyle Pitts because they're bringing in Arthur Smith, a brand-new head coach, and I think he's going to want to kind of get things going right away and not be a coach who's going to be, you know, a lame duck in a year or so like so many other head coaches have been in the past. So I think that if they're organizationally, they're not committed to him for the long stretch, he's going to try to make an immediate impression and go with Pitts. So that's what I think is going to happen in Atlanta, Nikki. Um, I am with you, Jay. I have them taking my boy, Kyle Pitts. I mean, they you know seem to be all in on Matt Ryan. And like you said, they want to get going. This kid can get going. So I think you want to see him on the field with Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and Jay have a text message from one of our fans. I am to give you a message. This is from our friend, Alex. He said, tell Jason, the New York giants gave his 49ers a gift by releasing Wayne Gallman for the 49ers to pick him up. Yeah. You are welcome. (laughs) <laughs> you know what i'll take it because we do need secondary help and i was not upset when we saw this alex good call right there buddy i appreciate that thank you for the player we need definitely needed all right good all right so look d i'm with you man if chicago can make that happen and justin fields is there at four they should do that and you know what so should another team that we're going to get to in a few minutes number five is cincinnati as of right now you got to protect joe burrow so you got to take Panay Sewell. So that's who I'm going to go with there, Nikki, with the Cincinnati Bengals for the fifth pick. Um, he's just the, the number one offensive tackle they've been talking about. So I think they're going to go offensive line, and he's the guy. And I would agree with you. I have the same pick. All right. All right. D, you got any other trade going on over there yet, or what are you going with this one, number fifth pick? No, this one is a try, 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 factor. <laughs> <laughs> this man with the sound effects is on fire. on fire today. <laughs> I'm mean, killing it for real. I mean, the, Definitely not scripted, obviously. So well done. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so amped up for this stuff. All right. The Miami Dolphins have the sixth pick as of now. I'm hearing that maybe it, it would be smart for them to go up and get Kyle Pitts at number four if they didn't have to give up a lot because I would like that two tight end system with Gusecki. But if uh, Miami's going to sit where they are and Pitts is off the board, I think you take Devonta Smith, uh, D, because he's, you know, like maybe the second coming of Tyreek Hill, if that's even close to possible. And that's what the league likes right now. And if I'm right, I, I actually do have it in front of me. He's only 170 pounds, but he's, look, he won the Heisman and the Fred Bolitnikoff Award. So obviously you want this guy on your team, right? Yeah. If Kyle Pitts is not available, I agree with that pick. Um, but on my board, I do have Kyle Pitts available. So with the six overall pick, the Miami <laughs> Dolphins <laughs> select Kyle Pitts tight end. Florida. Dude, 
It's going to be hard for me not to laugh if you keep doing that. That's so good how he does it. I, I, if fair to me, that's the pick. I agree for the double tight end set. Um, but yeah, in your draft, you got the trade going on. I love it. Uh, number six, Miami Dolphins. Nikki, what do you think? I think they go wide receiver, and I have them taking Jamar Chase. Okay, all right. So you went Chase with the first one. All right, I'm sure that uh, Burrow would love to have him on his team, but he's going to need protection if he wants to throw the ball. And he's already got T. Higgins there and Tyler Boyd, a couple of guys who can catch the ball. So as Cincinnati going there, Miami definitely need firepower on offense. So we all agree they need somebody to throw the ball to. But three different ones. We got the tight end Pitts, Smith, and Chase all going to Miami. We'll see which one is right come draft day. I got Jamar Chase going seven to the Lions because I got Smith going six to Miami. What do you think is going to happen at seven, Nikki? Um, I have Detroit taking Devonta Smith. Okay, so just flip-flop with me with Miami and Detroit. I got Smith at six and Chase at seven. Uh, D, you have Pitts going to Miami with your sixth pick, um, also due to that trade. And the seventh pick with the Lions, you got? With the seventh overall pick, the Detroit Lions select Jamar Chase, wide receiver, LSU. All right. I like it. We totally agree right there. On point. On point. They need it. You know, I mean, they they got a, not too much to throw to over there. And if you want to give Jared Goff half a chance, going to have to, you know, get some weapons over there. So I like that a lot. All right. Now we got Carolina. Nikki, what do you think Carolina is going to do with the number eighth pick? And there's been a lot of talk around this, whether they were going to go get a quarterback, but they got Sam Darnold, whether they were going to trade out of this position. I don't know. What do you think is going to happen with Carolina at number eight? I know. Now all of a sudden Carolina's trading back. The Giants are trading back. Listen, you drive yourself crazy listening to these rumors. So I'm just going to stick with what, you know, we talked about last week. They still have that major hole at left tackle. So I think they go ahead and grab Rayshawn Slater and D. Uh, listen, as we get down the line, I, like I can't pronounce shit. So I'm going to need we have our linguist with us, so he'll yeah, be able thank to- God. Yeah, so I have them taking uh, Slater with the eighth pick. I think that would be a really smart move. You want to protect your new quarterback. That's not a bad idea. What do you think Carolina does, D? I have them taking Devonta Smith, uh, wide receiver. Right. He's available in your draft. That makes plenty of sense because he's got that sweet trade. I think that Carolina actually stays put and surprises everybody and does the smart thing and take the best cornerback in the draft, especially in the division you're playing. And to me, that's Patrick Sertan from everything I've read. Understand he's a physical type of guy. Um, obviously went to Alabama, so big-time player, 6'2", 208 pounds. I think Carolina would be really smart to take him and not gamble around. Look, if they can get a good trade and get more picks, that's great because they need more. But that would be a solid guy there at cornerback, I think, if they did go that way. So now we're looking at the Broncos at number nine. With Yeah, I'm sorry, yep, number nine pick. Um, the Denver Broncos, D, what do you think they do with this one? I have the Denver Broncos taking Makai Parsons, linebacker from Penn State. Nice, nice. Yeah, the Von Miller days are done over there, basically, so they're going to need a replacement. Um, definitely down with that. Nikki, that's a pretty good call. What do you got, Nick? I have the same exact pick. Really? Nice. Okay. All right. Great minds think alike over there. So I guess my mind is way off when I think that the Broncos are going to take Trey Lance if he's available. We talked about Drew Locke on the show, and we don't think that he's a lock to be their quarterback for the future, and there's – you know, red flags all over the place with that. We're not sure. So why not go get a guy that threw 28 touchdowns, no interceptions. I know he plays in division two school and everything, North Dakota, but if everybody was so high on him, there must be a reason. 
and they don't have to play him right away. He can sit and learn. I think Denver would be great if Trey Lance were to fall to them. I think that'd be a great spot for him, in my opinion. So let's see what that let's see what happens with Denver. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think that they would likely go for that D? As far as making that making a trade there? No, because um, they're at number nine, the Broncos. If Trey yeah. Lance fell, do you think they would possibly take him? Possibly, but we, have, we haven't heard anything about them not believing in Drew Locke. So I think they're going to give Drew Locke one more year to prove himself. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. All right, because I'm not sure what next uh, quarterback's uh, draft class is going to look like. So we'll see. And who, who'd you have for uh, for Denver at nine? I had Makai Parsons, you the linebacker. Have, right, okay. And Nick, you had the same thing? Same thing, yeah. Same thing. All right, so now we're up to 10. With the Dallas Cowboys. All right. What do you think about this one, Nikki? Right in your division. I have a trade. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hold on a second. The trade is going down. Let's get it going. <laughs> the trade is in. The pick is in. Nikki, tell us what's happening. So I have New England trading with Dallas. I have New England jumping up to the 10 spot, and they will grab Justin Fields. Now there's a chance he might fall to them, uh, but I think they go ahead and trade up and and get their guy. In both instances, they would be freaking blessed if they were able to get him by the tenth pick or later. That would be amazing if if they could. It really would for the uh, for for Dallas over there. What well, do you for, think for the Patriots? I'm sorry for the Patriots moving up with Dallas. I'm yeah. sorry. I totally agree that they got Dak. I'm sorry. That'd be great if the Patriots get him, especially with all the moves they've made. They're going to strengthen up their defense guys coming back. That would be great right there. They'd be a playoff team this year, I think, if they gave him a chance to start. So I, I think that would be awesome. I like that a lot. I like that. And they would give up probably a first rounder at least to get him, I'm guessing. Right, Nikki? I would think so. At least. It has to be. All right. Very interesting. So what happens with Dallas, D? What do you see? I need the sound effect again. Oh, oh, bring it in. Hold on, hold on. Everybody sit tight. Here it comes. We got another trade going down. What do we got here? We have a trade. The New Orleans Saints have traded with the Dallas Cowboys to move up to number 10. Oh. And they've selected Patrick Sertain, the second cornerback. Wow. The Saints are trading all the way up? From like, yeah, need a cornerback. Right. We got uh, legal problems with our primary one. We let go of our secondary one. Uh, mm. So I think we might do that to get a cornerback. Oh, oh wow. You win wow. the uh, draft madness if, if that actually happens. Yeah, the bold prediction award is set <laughs> right there. That, <laughs> that is big time. Wow. That would be big. And you know what? You got to do it in that division also. It's just in the NFL in general. I mean, the people are throwing the ball over the place. Wow. So you guys both have Dallas trading back. And we're going to find out who they're going to be taking a little bit later. D, you got New Orleans jumping in there. Nick, you got the Patriots jumping in there. Well done. I like that. But the creativity, awesome job. And New Orleans, that'd be great if they can grab him. I think Dallas has to keep rebuilding that offensive line. So I got them taking Rashawn Slater with that pick if they stay there. But I think that if any team in the number one through 10 is going to be moving back, it'll probably be them along with Carolina. So I can agree with you guys on that, that Dallas was the most likely team to move back out of that whole bunch and, and trade out. And there's going to be a lot of suitors over there. There's no question. But I like them taking the offensive uh, tackle, the second best one in this draft, according to experts. I'm certainly not one. Uh, but Nikki's an expert on her team with the New York Giants. So we'll save heart for last. You guys already mentioned this player. 
Micah Parsons. That's where I have him going to, to your team. So I think you get a stud linebacker in the draft over here. Damien, what do you think happens with the Giants at 11? I think the Giants go wide receiver and they get the speedster Jalen Waddle out of Alabama. All right. All right. Let's see what Nikki thinks now because this is your team. All right. So, Nikki, I'd like to hear what you want and what you think is going to happen. Well, I, I what I don't think is going to happen is that they trade back. Dave Gettleman has never, ever done that. I mean, I'd really be surprised if he does. I know he likes to go for the big guys, but I have him taking Jalen Waddle. I just don't see how you pass this kid up if he's there. So I have Giants taking wide receiver. All right. Uh, to me, it, it is a need for them. It is. I just feel like they need more. And I get it. They, do, they don't have the greatest weapons, but they have a few. So that's why I went with uh, with the defense over there. But all right, so I like that. That's the number eleven pick. Is the, I went with Jalen Waddle at twelve with the next pick to the Eagles, guys, because I, I think the Giants are going to be looking to maybe beef it up a little bit and secure a few more things like the offensive line and defense before they try to get those wide receivers and other playmakers. So that's why I got the Eagles um, taking Jalen Waddle at twelve, him falling to them, and they're going to be really happy when he does the Indian if that does happen. So okay. you got it with the Eagles. Yeah, I like that pick, but I'm going with J.C. Horn, cornerback out of South Carolina. Wow. Okay, I like that pick, too. I like that a lot. Yeah, J.C. Horn, they're saying he's right up there with Sertain, the closest one, Nikki. What do you think happens with the Eagles right in your division? Oh, well, unfortunately, I think they are the ones that end up with the best corner, and, and they take Sertain. So not happy you about it. You guys that are on the same page with a lot of your picks right there, thinking it, even if it may not be the same player, you're thinking on board. I like that. And it's funny, going down the list, I you had Waddle at 11, I have him at 12. You got Horn at 12, I got him at 13. I think he's going to the Chargers at 13. And if he is there, I think that's the pick they definitely should make. Don't go offense. If you want to go offensive line, San Diego, Los Angeles, Chargers, whatever the hell you called at number 13, then do that. But if J.C. Horn is there, a cornerback, which you guys don't think is going to be there, then I say take him. So obviously you guys got somebody different in mind at number 13 for the LA Chargers. Who would that be, Nikki? Um, well, they still need a left tackle. So I will go Christian Darisaw. I think that's how you pronounce it. And that that's not a bad point. <laughs> Sorry, but <laughs> he's actually listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm into it. All right, so 13. Uh, what do you say, D? What does uh, the Chargers do? Sound effect me, please. Oh, oh, oh my man right here is on fire. Yeah. Bring it on. We have a trade. The Los Angeles Chargers have traded back to 15 with the New England Patriots. The New England Patriots select quarterback Trey Lance, North Dakota State. Oh, oh. wow. Wow, wow. I wow. love you. I love it. I love it so much. So much shakeup going on. We're doing over here. This is beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, so do you think that's the guy that they want, huh? Yeah, I think Trey Lance, he can learn from Cam Newton. Even if he's not ready this year, it's a perfect situation for him. Very, very interesting. All right. How about that? Very cool. And what we're up to, uh, 14 now? We do have time. We're just doing good on time, right, Nick? Uh, Still pretty good, yeah. We're still rocking. Okay. All right. We're on 14 now. Yep. Yeah. All right. Or did you, Nikki, did you get yours in? You got, oh no, you got your charger pick in. Okay. We're good. We're good. Number 14. They, I, look, this is a team that I think should move up to get a quarterback, but isn't. They got Kirk Cousins 
for another two years. To me, that's not a real big deal. If a quarterback were to fall to them that they like, then I say take him. But I'm going with right now. I know it's, you know, maybe not the most popular pick, but this guy out of Alabama, Christian Barmore, I think I'm pronouncing that correct. He's like an attack guy is from what I'm understanding and what I'm reading uh, from Alabama. It's just like a big dude that you want to anchor your defense if you can for a long time. 6'4", 310 pounds I'm seeing again out of Alabama. Obviously a champion, can play on a championship type level, at least to college for sure. Bringing him up over here, um, Christian Barmore. Yeah, I mean, 310 pounds to anchor your D-line. That's what the Vikings need right now. They got to stop people from running the ball on them and doing everything. So I think the Vikings, if they don't look for a quarterback for the future, that's what they should do. What do you think happens, Damien, with the Vikings at 14? At 14, I have them taking Zavin Collins, linebacker from Tulsa. All right. Yep. I think they should go defense. So I like that call too. I like that call. You going linebacker, I'm going with the D line. What are you going with, Nikki? Um, I think they go edge here and take Jalen Phillips. Not a bad call. Jalen Phillips. All right. Nice. And Jalen Phillips out of um, Miami. Yeah, Miami. Yeah, he's a big guy, 265, 260 edge rusher. Not a bad call right there. I like it. Doing well, guys. I like these picks. It's hard for me to keep up over here. Now we are on 15. I didn't do a trade with this one, even though I think it's possible. Somehow, I think because the 49ers are going to take Justin Fields, that at number 15, the Patriots end up with the guy who they may have wanted from the beginning, and that's Mac Jones. So I think that he falls right into the Patriots' lap without them even having to do anything. I know you guys don't have that. We're all looking at the Patriots going after a quarterback. They may not have to move around to do it. Now, I know that you guys got your draft picks in there and you got your trades in there, so we're going to have to fool around with this one a little bit here. But at 15, if the Patriots stay still, I think Mac Jones will fall to them. That may be the guy they want. We'll see. Sit behind Cam for a year. We'll see what happens. But you guys definitely have something else in mind. Nikki, what do you think happens at number 15 with the trade that you got down already? So, yeah, I have Dallas here at 15, and I think they end up grabbing a corner, and I have them taking J.C. Horn. All right, J.C. Horn. That would, that would also be great. We know Bill loves his defense. Uh, D, what do you think happens? Um, So I have the Chargers there at 15. Right. And I still think they get their man on the offensive line, Christian Darasaw. Christian, okay. There you go. All right. Oh, we have the same one, Dave, right? Just different. Yes. We yeah, do. it's different spots. Yep, different. I told you guys are like freaking totally. I don't know. You sure you guys didn't do the shit before we talk? You didn't like it? Anything- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about. My goodness. You guys are totally with it. All right. Let's get to our city. Yeah, we're going to get a couple more in here before we go to our break and uh, get the second half of the first round. And the number 16th pick, if Arizona stays where they are, and I don't know if I can pronounce his name, Damien, maybe you can help me, but Jay Awusa Koromoa, I can't do it. I'm sorry. I'm not making fun at all. I just cannot pronounce it one bit. But when I'm reading a 6'1", 220-pound guy from Notre Dame, I knew that at least. Um, but he's got explosive ability from what I'm reading and what I'm hearing about him. You know, not the most tremendous guy, but a playmaking linebacker is what I think Arizona needs. I thought they were going to do that last year in the draft with Isaiah um, Simmons, but they didn't. So maybe this year they go linebacker, uh, Damien. What do you think Arizona goes? For Arizona, I have them going cornerback, Caleb Farley out of Virginia Tech. Nice, nice. They lost Patrick Peterson to the Vikings. You got to replace him. That's not a bad pick right there. What do you got, Nikki? 
Um, I have them going uh, and beefing up their offensive line, taking Vera Tucker, versatile, and can move up and down, help them fill in spots. That's a very good pick right there. I have them coming up on my list also in a few minutes. Um, uh, guys, that, uh, a player you mentioned already um, that mm-hmm. I got coming also will be for number 17 with the Raiders is Christian Darris. So I think that if he falls to them, you got to take that guy. And you guys mentioned before that he's even a higher draft pick than I'm mentioning right now. Just in my draft, I had him falling to the Raiders. And it would be interesting if they made the smart pick and took the offensive line because we know how much John Gruden loves to play around with his toys in, in Oakland over there. But you got to have somebody still protecting De- Derek Carr if that's who you're going with, you know, for your future. And it seems that they are. There's no Marcus Mariota talking more or any of that. They're not going to draft a quarterback, I don't think. So protect him, D, and get that, get that big guy in there and make it happen. Yeah, I have them protecting him as well. I'm going with Alex Leatherwood from Alabama. Nice, nice. We're, we're agreeing on the offensive line part. Nikki, is there a trifecta with offensive line? Or you went somewhere else with the Raiders? There is not a trifecta. Um, I think that they need to go linebacker, and they go ahead and get Zaven Collins. Okay. All right. Very interesting. They do need a lot. They need a lot of defense. And you're going to go up against Patrick Mahomes, uh, you know, twice a year. Yeah, go get your D right there. I know you beat him last year, but you crushed him in a blowout. You don't want to have to do that every freaking time. And going up against Mahomes, you might as well drift three corners in that freaking division every year. You're going to need it. You're absolutely going to need it. All right, let's get uh, at least one or two more maybe in here before we go to the break. Try to get up to 20 at least where Damien had that crazy trade with the Bears and woof. Man, I can't wait to see what happens. All right, so 18 Miami drafts again, guys. Nikki, what do you think happens with the Dolphins at 18? Do they stay? Do they pick? What do they do? No, nope, I think they stay and they take edge rusher Quiddy Pay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I, that's exactly who I have them to. I'm with you. Miami Quiddy Pay. I got the same thing. 6'2", 260-pound edge rusher. I think that's what Miami needs. Um, They have a lot of – Miami has a lot of – needs but not a lot of holes i know it's, they're not like amazing in any one given spot but they're really good all around and i think a guy like this would would help the defense out me and nikki are on the same page what do you think happens Damien? i think they have like the biggest shock of the first round they go Najee harris running back alabama wow and very interesting and they could because they can use a running back they definitely could I like that. And if we're hearing if any running back is going to come out of the first round, it may be him. And ironically enough, I have Washington who's going after Miami at number 19, uh, taking Najee Harris. Even though I know they have Antonio Gibson, I think they're going to want this pounder type of dude in there. I like that guy for, for Miami. I definitely like him. That's a really good one, even though I think I'm agreeing with Nick. I'm going with Quiddy Pay over there. I think Najee Harris would be great for Washington also. So that's actually who I have at number 19. Who do you have at 19, Dave? I have Rashawn Slater, offensive lineman, Northwestern. Oh yeah! Oh wow! If he falls to them, I got the I got the Cowboys taking him if they're staying put. But if he falls to them, that would be a great pick. What do you got, Nikki, with uh, Washington? Um, so I think they need a playmaking linebacker. I feel like linebackers like my theme, so I have them taking J- Jamin Davis. Makes sense. Makes sense. I you know what? Keep up with that defense. They got a great, great defense right there. If you, if they want to do defense run the ball you know ryan fitzpatrick is there for this year guys so i wouldn't be surprised at all if washington moved up in the draft and i almost did that make a whole trade and everything then my head started going twisting around and making left-hand turns but they're not supposed to so i'm like all right just stop and mention (laughs) washington i definitely think along with chicago are two teams we have to watch 
in the first round coming up that are going to move up into the top eight, top seven, whatever it is to make to make a big time pick for a quarterback, most likely, possibly. We'll see. And that's what we have to watch out for with Washington and Chicago also at number 20. Well, I have, they should move up, and I don't think they're going to this year. But to close out this first, um, the first 20 picks, I have them taking Elijah Moore, wide receiver. At least help out Andy Dalton if you're going to do something in Chicago, Nikki. Uh, yeah, I mean, they could, I guess, theoretically go quarterback here. But um, I think what they're going to do is add some depth to their secondary and have them taking cornerback Greg Newsom. Okay, I like that pick right there. I like that a lot. What do you got for this one, Dink? So I have right. Atlanta at 20. And right. I have them taking Elijah Vera Tucker off the tackle, USC. Very nice. Very nice. I like these picks a lot. Wow. I'm, I'm, it's a good thing I'm writing these down, man, because these trades that you guys got going on, especially D, that first one I haven't heard before with Fields coming up at number four right there, that'd be amazing. I, I just think that Justin Fields is getting very, very overlooked in this thing. And I, I don't think he makes a pass three with the 49ers went up. You don't make all those trades and give up all those capital to go get Mac Jones. I just don't see it happening. But there's more to get to. We still have 12 more picks to make for the first round. We'll go over everything. Three points, two points, one point. We're still trying to figure it out. But we'll get back to you guys in about 30 seconds with all the details. podcast segment three on third and three with damian nikki and jason we'll give you our handles after we do the handle of the first first round excuse me of the draft coming up in just a week from today and we're giving you all the juice that you need we already got some serious trade action going down damian and nikki supplied some awesome trades for you at the top of the draft we'll see what happens we got quarterbacks going in all different spots it's gonna this is gonna be great i can't wait to see what actually goes down and who drafts where and what it's going to be great. All right, guys, in segment two, you got one through 20. We're going to do 21 through 32 right now and give you all of our mock draft action. And again, play it back because you're going to want to listen to it again. Damien's trades and Nikki's trades. I didn't throw too much in there for the sake of time and everything. But again, our point system is very complicated. I'll be sure to tweet it out also and we'll get there. And guys, you trust me not to cheat, right? Of course, you don't have to answer that. All right, let's go to 21. Here we go. <laughs> Damien, the Colts are drafting in the 21st position. Do you think they stay there? And if so, what do they do? 
with the 21st overall pick, the Colts select <laughs> Aziz Ajulavi, defensive end, Georgia. I love it. I love it. The voice is beautiful. The pronunciation is perfect. And there you go. There's your draft pick. It is in. The first one made of segment three. We're never going to match the pronunciation, Nikki, but go ahead. Who's your pick for 21 with the Colts? Are they staying there? Are they doing something? What's happening? Well, I am so glad D went first on this one because he pronounced it beautifully and I have the same <laughs> pick and now I do not have to say the name. <laughs> really lucked out with that one. Oh, man. You see, I would, got, you see, if we do rehearse this, I would have got her and I would have made sure I went to her first so she would purposely screw up on it. Butcher it, yeah. I would, yes, I would, allow, I would allow that to happen so you guys can get a little laugh in there. So maybe, you know, we'll keep track of these two for next show, all right, and try to set them up a little bit. With the 21st pick, I think they go with the big offensive lineman you guys already mentioned. If he drops to them, they would be great because that's exactly what they want to keep protecting their new quarterback, Carson Wentz. So I got them taking Elijah Vera Tucker. He may not drop that far, but if he does, the Colts would be happy to pick him up. We know how much they love their offensive lineman there. And like I said, the new quarterback at 21, the Colts, we all got different picks going. I'm sorry, I had a different pick from the both of them. Nikki got away with not having to pronounce it. At number 22, is the Titans right behind them, except they finished one step ahead of them in the division, both going to the playoffs. So you have the Tennessee Titans, I think, make a crazy move, guys. And this one's coming out of left field, right field, over the fence, from behind home plate, whatever you want to call it. How about Travis Etienne going to Tennessee? And I know it sounds crazy. Like, why would you say that? They got Derrick Henry. Well, yeah, they got Derrick Henry. Do you want him to run the ball 400 times again? No, you don't. You want to have another guy there who can also catch the ball out of the backfield. You can keep them both in the backfield at the same time. Now, I know it's really high to probably draft him, but his skill set is ridiculous. That's why I think Tennessee would do themselves really good if they don't go defense, which they should do. But if that guy's sitting there, and if you're an offensive coordinator, your mind's got to be thinking of what you can do with this kid. So I like that pick. It would be shocking, I know, but I love Travis at the end going to the Tennessee Titans, Damian. Uh, I could see your thought process on that one, um, but I'm going to go defense. I'm going to go Quiddy Pay, defensive end Michigan. Ah, all right. Yeah, Nikki and I had going a little bit earlier to Miami. If it falls there, that would not be a bad pick at all for the Titans. So I agree. T uh, defense should be their top priority, Nikki. I agree with Damien. Yeah, I'm going defense as well. I have them going corner, Caleb Farley. Okay. All right. Caleb Farley still on your board. Uh, Damien, you had Caleb Farley going a couple of picks ago, right? Yeah, it's Arizona at 16. Yep. All right. You're going to hear his name called again in a few minutes over here. The Titans are right, yeah, making a crazy little pick with Travis Etienne. It may not come true, but then again, you got to get bold sometimes over here. The New York Jets will make their second pick of the first round at the 23rd spot. Or will they, guys? Or Nikki, is there a trade ding-a-ling in anywhere? Or are the Jets going to stick around at 23? No, I think they stick around. I mean, Christ, just pick anyone at this point. <laughs> they need so much stuff. But I think they go running back, and that is where I have Travis, how do you say, Etienne? Etienne. So beautifully, yeah. Etienne, yes. Okay. So that's who I have the Jets take. Okay, that's interesting. Very interesting. All right. Damien, what do you think of number 23? I like that, Nikki. I think they go defense here, and they go Greg Newsom the second, um, cornerback from Northwestern. That would be a hell of a pick, too. I like that. And I'm going to call his name also in a couple of minutes. But if they're going to get the new quarterback, you can play this guy at center from what I'm understanding and reading, and that's Landon Dickerson. Whether he plays center or he plays offensive line, 
He may be the best guy there for the Jets and their new off their new uh, quarterback. Both going to be rookies. Start them off together and let the magic happen there. If that's indeed is what's going to happen in the New York, New Jersey metropolitan area, we'll see in the future for the New York Jets. But um, that's what I think they do. I think they go with an offensive lineman there for the new quarterback. 24, there's been a lot of talk about what the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to do with the 24th pick. And I may have a little shocker for you guys. I'm going to save mine for last. Damien, 24, what does Mike Tomlin and his Pittsburgh Steelers do with the 24th pick? Um, You guys mentioned this guy just a little bit earlier. I'm going Travis Etienne, running back Clemson. Very nice. Very nice. You know, and a lot of people have pegged Najee Harris going there. But if he goes off the board before that, then I understand that pick. It makes a lot of sense. I like that we all have Etienne going in the first round. And people are always thinking, oh, running backs, you know, screw it. They don't belong in the – but you know what? If there's one that's really that good enough, go ahead and take him. I understand. I get it. And you don't have to pay big money right out of the gate. So there you go. What do you think about uh, the Steelers of 24, Nikki? Um, I have them going running back, and I do have them taking Najee Harris. Rumor is they are really high on this kid, so I think they pull the trigger. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the word. You know, you guys both going running back over there, and because my running backs are off the board and I don't see the Steelers trading up to get a running back, I think they go ahead and get that quarterback of the future. And there's the first name that some people may scratch their head a little bit, but when you look, and read and then see the tape on this kid, Kellen Mond, who is the quarterback at a Texas A&M, 6'2", 210 pounds. He is a dual-threat guy, but he was a guy who didn't even play last year, from what I'm understanding, and was a monster going in, just kept getting better and better and better and better. And we know the Steelers need their quarterback of the future. And this guy is everything from what I've heard, Kellen Mond, again, at a Texas A&M, and I don't know a whole bunch about it. But from my research, he may be the next best quarterback off the board from the other guys that we mentioned. I like the Steelers getting their quarterback of the future guys at the spot at 24. Before we go on to 25, because I know you guys got running backs there, can you see the Steelers, Damien, real quick, you first. Can you see them at 24 making a quarterback move for the future if one falls to them they like? Yeah, if they like the guy that you're talking about, I definitely can see that because Ben Roethlisberger is on his last arm. And you have to <laughs> you have to you have to look forward to the future there. So I love that pick that you made there and wouldn't be shocked if I saw it. All right. All right. I like that. Nikki, what about I want to get your thoughts also? Because you both said running back, and I'm thinking, you know, and it makes sense. You know, James Conner isn't even there anymore. I get it. Um, but what would you think if they did find the quarterback that they liked and were able to get him at 24? Would that be the move? Yeah, I <laughs> they should have done this a couple of years ago. But uh, yeah, well, look, they got to do it sooner rather than later. So so, yeah, if that guy's there, they like him. That's their guy. Get him. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I guess the answer is if at 24, if there's a guy there that you really like and could be the future, then it makes sense. But if it's not, then, yeah, get that running back, man. The Steelers have been known for two things, running backs and defense for, you know, except for Terry Bradshaw and all, and all that sort of stuff. But that's been the Steelers MO for as long as I can remember. So let's see what they do with 24. At 25, the Jaguars got their second pick in the first round. And I'm going with guys, and I hope I'm pronouncing the last name correct, it's Jason Owe uh, from uh, North Carolina. All right, he's uh, not the biggest guy in the world. Um, no, he's not from North Carolina. I apologize. Let me get this up real quick. Give me one second. I apologize for that. The Jaguars' second pick, I do have Jason Owe, and he's an edge rusher from Penn State, not North Carolina. I apologize. Edge rusher from Penn State. Uh, tall dude, not the biggest guy in the world, but I'm hearing a lot of good things about him also. So the Jaguars can use help all over the place. Go get an edge rusher also if you can in the first round, in my opinion. What do you think, Nikki? Uh, the 25th pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars, what do they do? 
Um, I think they go get this big play threat of a kid. I have them going wide receiver, Kadarius Tony. Nice, nice. That could work out really well right there. And you want to give Trevor Lawrence somebody to throw the ball to. I know you got DJ Chark out there, not the biggest name in the world, come out a couple of years ago. Uh, I don't know, Danny, what do you think the Jaguars do at 25? Uh, me and Nikki on the same page again. I'm going nice. Kadarius Tony as well. Wow. Either you guys destroy me in this draft or I'm going to destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to go one way or the other. Woo. Let's see if we can meet in the middle somewhere. Right now at number 26, the Cleveland Browns. Look at them drafting 26th overall and not by accident. Unbelievable. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> this is where that I is a, that's, uh, a, that, that's something right there. That's like a monumental moment in the 21st century history. It, is. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it is. This is not due to any sort of weird trade. They actually made the playoffs and they have 26 pick because they were that good, if you want to call it that. Yeah. It really is unbelievable. So, uh, yeah, I got them picking Jalen Phillips. You guys said it earlier. I think that he would be a great spot if he actually landed there, if he lasts that long. Uh, he is in my draft. I know he's not in your drafts. What do you got with the Cleveland Browns of 2016? I'm going with Christian Abramon from Alabama, defensive line. Alabama defensive line sounds good to me. That usually works out pretty well. They're pretty much synonymous <laughs> with each other, right? <laughs> pretty much. I can just, yeah, that's good call. Good call. What do you got, Nikki, with this one over here, the 26 pick? I have the same pick as Damien. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm convinced. I know for a fact now. All right, guys. It's out. The cat is out of the bag. They talked before the show. Now I definitely I'm... did not. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I can't lie. You guys really know a lot more than me. I'm blown away right now. I need to do a lot of homework over here. All right. Let's stay in the division. Damien, what do the Baltimore Ravens do at number 27? With the 27 overall pick, the Baltimore Ravens <laughs> select Terrence Marshall Jr., wide receiver, LSU. Okay, wide receiver. There you go. It, you know what? We keep they need a wide receiver, but keep hearing you don't want one of them little guys anymore. You got to have like a bigger target for them to go. But I don't know how tall he is. You know, you don't know off the top of your head. I wish I knew. He's, I think he's six three, six four. Like he's a lanky guy. That makes sense. You see, that I can get on board with. That makes a lot of sense to me, Nikki. If, they can, if he's that good and they like him there, a tall wide receiver, I like that a lot. What do you think they do, Nikki, at 27? Um, so I th I'm, I'm going to go defense. I could see where they could go wide receiver, but they have big-time corners, um, but they, they need a playmaker on the back end. So I have them going safety, Trayvon Morig, <laughs> if I said that right. Let's let's hope let's hope you did. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't practice that one because I don't have them on my first round, so I can't help you out. <laughs> uh, I'm going over to Oklahoma State with this pick, guys. Tevin Jenkins, offensive line, and I think the Ravens stay kind of traditional over here. They like to run the ball mostly, so I think they're going to stay in that spot and go with the offensive line. Not a very sexy pick, which the Ravens usually like to make in the first round, even trading back into it. I think they just go offensive line over here, but we shall see where at 28 would have been your New Orleans Saints, Damien, but you had a trade, some trade action going on over here, right? Yeah, so I have Dallas picking at 28, and this is the make you feel old pick of the draft. Um, they go with cornerback Asante Samuel Jr. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> yeah, that is the make you feel old. I mean, when you were around... <laughs> Dante Samuel came out of college and was a rookie. When you can remember that, and I was kid playing. Okay, yep, old time. Click the meter. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's amazing. We've seen a lot of the seconds in that patch. Stratan, Asante Samuel. 
it's a good year to be a cornerback and your dad playing in the league. I'll tell you that right now. I have, good... I have a random question. What's the difference between a junior and a second? I think a junior is if you're – now, I'm not 100%. I know one of them is one of the other. Nikki, maybe you do know. If you do, cut me off. But I think the second is if you have the same exact name and a junior is if you're like named after him, but don't have the same exact name, like middle name, everything that could be wrong. But I know it has something to do something like that. Nikki, am I anywhere near correct or am I you have no idea? Um, well, while you're talking, I just pulled it up on Google. So let's clarify for everyone. Both are used to identify that the person is second in the family to have the name. Junior is used when the son has the same name as the father. Second is used when the elder family member is anyone other than the father. Oh, okay. I'm glad you've been glad you uh, picked that up. Thank the you. knowledge. Yeah, you dropped got a free extra dose. So I, I was somewhere close there. If that was an Aldrinicki, would I get a half point? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I win today one and a half to one, Dave. Sorry, I got you. With all yeah. <laughs> no, it was a tie now, Aldrinicki. Got to keep it fair. But I'll take my extra bonus points and put them in uh, my piggy bank for later on. All right. So, Damien, we know what you're thinking, what's going on at 28. What do you think happens here, Nikki? Um, so I think the Saints do take a linebacker. I don't even want to have to say this guy's name. So how about just Jeremiah? <laughs> how do you even pronounce the rest of this? Awusu Koromoa? Yeah, I had, that's pretty good. Probably. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. I hadn't gone to the Cardinals a little bit earlier. So, hey, sounds a good, good player to go a little bit later. I had them take, you guys mentioned already, I had them taking Caleb Farley. Uh, I know, Damien, you um, had that pick, you know, to take Patrick Sertan, who seems to be the runaway best cornerback coming out of the draft. But if they don't move, I still like them taking cornerbacks. So I can still get a point out of this one, even if your draft pick does come true, because I got them taking a cornerback. So I like that right there. All okay. right. What, what about uh, 29 with the Green Bay Packers go? Aaron Rodgers, does he need some more help? I don't know. Nikki, what do you think? Yes, I have them going wide receiver because they have to. I have them taking Elijah Moore out of Ole Miss. That is right. I went with another Eli out of Ole Miss. So that means he's Hall of <laughs> Fame bound. You heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> that is very, very well done. I like that. Hall of Fame bound. <laughs> another Eli coming over the board from Ole Miss. I like it. What do you have uh, with the Packers, Damian? Uh, I'm going Elijah Moore as well. Oh, uh, oh my God. Hopefully, hopefully this Eli is more consistent than the previous Eli. Who came oh, out oh, my God. <laughs> Hang up the Zoom call. Right back at you, Nikki. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. I, you know, Newsom and the Packers are like synonymous with me. I don't know why. I guess I'm that old and I'm thinking back to like, you know, um, not Ozzy Newsom, but um, the other Newsom. I can't even remember at this point. But I got the pack. You guys had him going earlier in the draft. Another cornerback, Greg Newsom, the second. And Nikki just clarified for us what second and junior and senior and all that exactly what it means. And if you missed it, replay it again. So again, perfect timing for it to come up. Greg Newsom, the second, going to the Green Bay Packers, cornerback over there. And number thirty, guys, the Buffalo Bills. Okay. And they have a lot of – look, this is a team that it's Super Bowl or bust, I would think, because what else do you have left after this if it's not the Super Bowl? You went to the AFC Championship, so you got to get to the damn Super Bowl. I got them taking Aziz Ajulari, edge rusher. I know I'm probably butchering that last name, and I apologize, but edge rusher, 
Buffalo Bills can definitely use that. They thought that maybe maybe they're going to get J.J. Watt, Damien, but I think they're going to go defense over here. What do you think? Yeah, I'm going defense as well, but I'm going cornerback Tyson Campbell out of Georgia. Ah, okay. Tyson Campbell. All right, so cornerback for you for Buffalo. That makes a lot of sense. You could put him next to Tredavious White on the other side. Have Lockdown City, man. That'd be awesome. All right, Nikki, what do you think, Buffalo? I think they are the ones that get Asante Samuel Jr. Okay, I can dig it. I can dig it. So, yeah, we're going a lot of quarterbacks right now. You just said Tyson Campbell for Buffalo. I think that's where if Kansas City's lucky, I have them taking Tyson Campbell. If they're lucky enough to get him at that spot, I think they need to think defense, defense also. So, Damian, I got no problem with your pick at all. But if Kansas City's lucky enough to get Campbell – I think that's the direction they'll go. But you had him going to pick before. So what do you think Kansas City does? Uh, right here, this pick is definitely from Nikki's mind when he first talked about the offensive line needs for Kansas City. So I think they go Landon Dickerson, center from Alabama. There you go. All right. And I had him coming off the board at 23 to the Jets over there for the, uh, and the Chiefs. You got him taken at 31. Nikki, what do you think happens? Um, so I do think they really need an edge rusher. So I have them grabbing Jason Oway. Okay. All right. Yep. I had Jason Oway going to the Jaguars at 25 and the Chiefs who were, you know, not so close to winning the Super Bowl this year, unfortunately for Patrick Mahomes and that offensive line. I mean, it was just a mess what we saw. So we know they could go offensive line also. And then you get to the team that they played in the Super Bowl at 32. They're bringing everybody back. So they don't need to do a whole lot for this year. So here you go. You have to think about the future again with Tom Brady's name coming up. I'll go first in this one, guys, with the very last pick in the first round. Tom Brady's name, he's going to be, what, I don't know, 97 next year. So we know he's going to retire in a couple of seasons at least. So while you're bringing everybody back, go get your quarterback of the future. And I've heard a lot of good things about this Davis Mills kid out of Stanford. And I had him going after Kellen Mond because of what I read about Kellen Mond and heard I like more. But I think that the Bucs are going to get their quarterback of the future let him sit behind Brady for another year or two the most. But if they have a quarterback that they like a lot at 32 or love, if Davis Mills is the guy, I would go with that or Kellen Mond, whatever it is. But I think they take the quarterback of the future, knowing that they're pretty much set up for this year, Damian. What do you think they do with Tampa Bay Super Bowl champions at 32? I love, like, we got the bold trades, but you got some bold predictions there as well, Jason. Love the the seven QB first round i would love to see that um, <laughs> it would it would be dope um for number 32 i'm gonna go jalen i'm gonna go jalen mayfield off the tackle michigan that makes a lot of sense again protect brady while he's there right we know we can't move so you might as well protect anybody from getting near him otherwise he's gonna fall right down you know all about that nikki right from the super bowls don't you oh wow that's a... <laughs> that was good I was giving a compliment to your Giants. Oh, okay. I don't know with you two. I, it's always disguised. No, be sarcastic. <laughs> be, okay. All right. I think Nikki had a. I think Nikki had too many chocolate bars today. I think that. <laughs> I, I maybe all of us did. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. I give her a compliment. Nothing. I get nothing. Did get nothing? Tampa Bay. No, Tampa Bay shouldn't get anything. They don't need anything. They don't need anything. But (laughs) if I had to like, you know, pick one, I guess they do. JPP is like no spring chicken. So they're probably going to have to like think about, you know, replacing him at some point. So I have them taking Carlos Basham. 
defensive end. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Junior. Okay. Junior. So Junior. Uh, that's important. We're making that distinction over here. We've look, we've given you 420 knowledge and we're letting you know how the family tree works between seniors and juniors and the seconds and everything. Major knowledge with Nikki bonus action going on today, guys. You were very, very lucky. And you don't even have to pay anything to get here. You just had to click a little button and you got all this information. It's freaking amazing how the world works today. Isn't that awesome? How all this stuff happened. One through 32. Double freaking knowledge with Nikki. Trifecta, the three of us. <laughs> is NFL action next week. I can't believe we actually got through this whole entire thing in the whole first round. We got it. I, do I really have seven quarterbacks, D? <laughs> yeah, because you, you added two after the top five. That's right. I did. Oh, my God. Yeah, I guess so. I'm really going from – you're right. I am going major bowls. I don't know if seven quarterbacks ever came in the first round. Probably not. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think it's ever been. I got the first round. <laughs> and I'm the one who had too many chocolate bars. Okay. <laughs> See, I can't even give her a compliment about the Giants without having something thrown back at. There you go. It'll be but tomatoes. It's... You keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing I'm at a 1,300 mile distance from her right now. I can promise you guys my shirt would be filthy dirty with rotten tomatoes <laughs> thrown over right now. There's no doubt about it. Oh, man. Nikki, I don't look. If you guys want to follow her, she's about to give you her Twitter handle. Twitter handle right now. Right now, she's upset. So don't follow her right now. Wait till tomorrow and definitely <laughs> in the morning. Give my girl Nikki a compliment and a comment in the morning of how great her Giants are going to be and winning five Super Bowls over the next ten years. Nikki, tell them where to find you. <laughs> you guys can find me at Nikki Nick nine three eight four, and I welcome all of my Giants fam to comment at me, and we can just reminisce about all of the good times that we have had. I am telling you, this team is on the up tick, and they are trending upwards. And I will have my bold predictions as we move through the off season. Watch out for David Jones and company, guys. That's what she's saying, all right? So uh, you heard it from Nikki first, and she told you Carson Wentz is going to Indianapolis a long time ago. So, you know, if you want to get the obvious real deal action, this is where you go, right, Damien? Because you're the real deal, brother. Yes, sir. The Real Deal with Damien Adams is available on all podcast platforms. You get football, boxing, basketball talk, and some music breaks as well. So dope takes and dope tracks on The Real Deal with Damian Adams. And you can follow me on all social media platforms at The Real Deal WDA. And I welcome all Giants fans as well so I can torment you <laughs> about your non-Hall of Famer in Eli Manning. <laughs> oh my God, get him, Giants Army, unite. We get him. Give the handle again, D, so everybody knows where to find you at. I get all my people behind me. <laughs> <laughs> the Real Deal WDA, and I welcome all of the Giants fans so that I can just thrive and eat off of your tears. Oh, I love it. I love it. You see, Nick, Nikki welcomed in the family. Damon, Damien welcomed in the enemy right into his house <laughs> saying, come on, bring it on. No problem. I got whatever you need right here for you. You get Daniel Jones, you David Jones, you Donnie Jones, you know, whatever you want to call him. So we all know he's going to be a top five fan. That's right. You guys year. put out, you know what? You put out this bad juju. Go ahead. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Put out that bad NFL juju. Go ahead. I'm putting out the good karma. Yep. So you said juju, right? Like, like as in the Giants trying to get Juju Smith-Schuster, but it didn't work out like that kind of bad juju. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, you better hope you get, you better hope your uh, 49ers take quarterback because Jimmy G ain't taking you nowhere. 
I, I agree. With you. That's why we're going to take Justin Fields and we're going to trample all over both of you guys. I'll include the Saints in this one. We're going to win five. I give you no Super Bowls over the next 50 years. No Giants Super Bowl. All 49 is Super Bowls. And then we'll give the rest to Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. We'll take the ones on the NFC side. Come on, Justin Fields. We want you on the 49ers. I'm saying it right here. You're our guy. You're going to be number three off the board, even though my my partners over here say it's going to be Mac It'll Jones. Be Mac Jones. It'll be Mac Jones. According to both of them, I think that going to get freaking Justin Fields now would be so happy if they do, because that'll be the right move, in my opinion. But a lot of things keep pointing to Mac Jones, and I don't get that. And even why you would put some things out there like that really makes me think the 49ers are messing with everybody's minds. But again, we're going to see come day one when they make that beautiful sound that the chimes are singing in the air. <laughs> we're going to find out if Damien got his picks right. Nikki, she got her trades right. Me, I just stood. I, we're going to see. We got a crazy system put down. We'll go over with you guys again on three points. Just maybe get the team and the position correct. If you don't get the team right, you get the position right. If you get the players right, you don't get the team right. It doesn't matter. You're going to get a point or no points either way going on here for a third and three, three point possibility. Here we go. NFL draft coming up. We broke it down for you. We gave 132. You got extra knowledge with Nikki today. You could not ask for more on all three. No price of admission, guys. Third and three podcast. We'll be back with you next week. We love you. Peace. Hey, I got a cheer. I got a cheer. I got a cheer for you to end the show. Oh, let's hear it. Hey, come on, man. This is our guy. Both the Niners and Giants took a quarterback named Jones way too high. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is like really like ridiculous, but that's okay. I'm just going to sit back and let Karma do her work because she is a bitch and she never misses. <laughs> Damien coming up with all this stuff off the fly, guys. I love it. Unreal. Unreal. The intelligence that flows throughout the show is unbelievable. You won't find it anywhere else. I promise you that. <laughs> all right. Now we'll get out of here. Go take a nap, everybody. We'll see you after the draft. <laughs>